Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. If you're listening on Sunday um, live, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep into the undersea community as they always um, do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. Lots of um, marine or information, or as my dad would say, marinated. Um, now I'm getting hungry and I've only just started the show. Um, if you want to get in touch with Out of the Pan, lots of ways to do so. You can um, email the old, in the old-fashioned way, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. Um, having a conversation with a 30-year-old the other day said, I don't use my email anymore, I just use Facebook message, and I'm feeling very 50-ish. Um, you can text 61401078981. These young people, I don't know. Um, that's probably really old-fashioned too. But you can, of course, um, post on Facebook under the posts on my personal page or on Out of the Pans page um, and um, enjoy there. Um, and, of course, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. 3CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants, paying respects to elders past and present, and noting the contributions, the unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land of our LGBTI original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys. I'm Sally Goldner. Welcome to the show. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. On the show today, special treat. Um, I've been playing for the last couple of weeks the um, fabulous um, discussion panel that a number of GLBTI panel had, uh, people had, back at the um, Sacred Edge Festival down in Queenscliff, and that was on Sunday the 1st of May. And on the Saturday night, the fabulous Star Lady gave a magnificent 10-minute speech um, to those assembled, and I'm going to play that for you today. Just absolutely sensational. What a community contributor. Um, and we'll have lots of star music to go with it. Um, some Astro- three Australian tracks, actually um, four out of five Australian tracks today. Feeling a bit that way inclined. Um, opened up well um, with Dragon. That was from a t- an album called Cuts from the Tough Times, um, which featured um, tracks from their two albums in the eighties, um, being Dreams of Ordinary Men and. Um, um, was one of the two albums, and and also um, the comeback album, which featured tracks like Rain and Magic, Body and the Beat, 
Um, I didn't think of they were tough times. Maybe they were for the band. I can't speak for them, but I liked all the songs from those two albums and Western Girls. I was a Western girl last weekend. It's a typical East Coast Australian thing that we often say we often travel everywhere. Yours truly in my life has been to the USA, um, to Israel and Egypt and what was in at that point in the early 80s continental Western Europe. Um, been, of course, to Russia, which was amazing. But I, in terms of Australia, um, spot the southeastern Australian who's never, until last weekend, had never been further west than Adelaide and further north than, we'll say, Brisbane slash Gold Coast, given relatives are all up there now, and at least it's hopefully three degrees warmer than it is down here. But um, the, I won't undo the good work of Out of the Blue, who commented on what a nice day it was. But um, off I went. Um, maybe people get a bit put off by those damn headwinds in the plane. Four-hour flight, she ended up being four and a half hours. No, grizzle, grizzle, first world problems. Um, didn't have enough time to look around Perth in the sort of two nights and a day I was really there and obviously doing stuff for most of the day. But certainly it looks like a, a one nice city. Was in the Northbridge area, which um, is pretty much the cosmopolitan, including rainbow type of area, queerish. Not a problem in terms of gender identity or anything like that. But the main reason I was there was I got invited to talk on a panel for the Disrupted Festival Ideas, um, probably similar to um, the um, sort of Festival of Disputed Ideas theme, put on by the West Australian State Library, and thanks to um, Georgia Malone um, Consulting, who got me over there, um, so I didn't have to swim, let alone fly into the headwinds. Um, all very good. And look, I... Um, Great to catch up with one of my valued colleagues around the country, Danny Wright. They are just an amazing person doing great work based at the Freedom Centre in Western Australia. For our WA listeners, um, please contact Danny. They're a great contact. And interesting to hear during the panel that I was on with Danny, Danny saying that um, initially when they started the Freedom Centre for young, I'll say LGBTI plus type of people, um, was mainly gay and lesbian. Now it seems to be half young, trans and gender diverse, which, <clears throat> excuse me, is a sign that I think we're going in the right direction, that people, more trans and gender diverse people are coming out. But of course, we all know of some of the obstacles when they get out, but at least we're getting people out and getting them out earlier, which I think is really important, um, at least in a social transition sense. Um, to get people out earlier, I feel you have less baggage to unload later on. Uh, I only had hand baggage. I didn't go over the baggage limit. No, not that sort of baggage. Um, but um, good to see Danny, but also nice to meet a new person. The fabulous Dr. Susan Carland, who's a lecturer um, and researcher at Monash University here in Melbourne, who also flew over the ocean and the Nullarbor. Um, she has a claim to fame. She's been in a relationship for a long time with Waleed Ali, um, gold Logie winner and all that sort of thing. And Waleed, when he won the gold logie this year, said um, just as well, she doesn't have my job, she'd do it better. Well, I'm not going to get into uh, <laughs> private disputes, no, any kidding. But I've got to say, I, I was thinking about this during the week. Susan Carlin is one of those people who I'd call quietly passionate. What an absolute um, mover, someone who thinks carefully yet can respond quickly. Um, so much depth, um, so much compassion and Love in there. Um, people may know her story. She was originally born into the Uniting Church and converted to Islam, which is how, you know, sort of part of her story of meeting and marrying Walid. Um, and just a real forward thinker, someone who really tries, I think, to bring people together, hold space for everyone. Absolute. Just, I've got to say, um, you know, sometimes I get 
grumpy about some of the things I do, but let's focus on the positive. When you meet people like that, it's really energizing. Um, and so myself, Danny, and Susan on this panel for an hour discussing gender. Um, good 100, 120, 50 people there, and hopefully I'll be able to get a hold of the audio from the State Library of WA in due course and play it for you on the show. I really enjoyed it. One of the small challenges I think that we face sometimes when we're talking trans issues is we have to try to reach the proverbial average citizen who's at 101 or barely there. But you always have trans and gender diverse people turn up to public, more broader community events. Um, and it's about trying to hold space for all of them. It was very nice that a non-binary person who'd known Danny for years came up, up afterwards and said that we'd managed to do that. Um, so um, great to meet new people. Um, I also have to say that um, prior to our panel, we, Danny and I, were watching um, Susan give a sort of um, oh, presentation and discussion Q&A afterwards, just absolutely brilliant. And um, one, of the, one of the topics that came out was we did, did discuss lateral hostility and how much damage it's, it causes. But we also discussed that you know we are increasingly getting LGBTI people getting through, I call it, to the other end of the tunnel, so to speak, how do we deal with the psychological damage that's been left behind? And this is at any age. Sure, it's going to be less probably if you're a younger person, but um, you know, obviously there's still going to be some um, a challenge. And um, Susan, being a researcher, was quite interested. Um, there you go. And then got to say afterwards, um, went straight on to another panel, um, which was the Magnolia's Junior Talk Show panel. Now, these are a bunch of young people interested in doing um, media in Perth, and they just interviewed some of the people like myself and others who had been participating in the festival. Um, they asked the tough, probing questions, but in a caring, sharing way. And great to see young people in media doing good stuff. I can't obviously speak for young people. I can be aware. I can try in terms of age to be an ally to young, trans and gender diverse and LGBTI people. I can't speak directly. Of course, we have great um, people on this station, many, many but of course, if you're listening on Sunday or at any time, grab the podcast for Queering the Air at 3pm, um, doing lots of good stuff and adding another perspective, along with the, um, slight, I'll say slightly more veteran, um, James McKenzie and team on In Your Face at four o'clock on Friday. So um, really good weekend. Um, and I've got to say happily on the way back, um, we had the winds behind us. And yours truly got um, two seats by myself, so I was sitting there with the headphones on listening to some classic Aussie rock, possibly like Dragon, but maybe not. And um, now I'm going to do some stuff after the obligatory Monday morning coffee. So thank you to those who got me over there, want to get back to WA, see more of the, the state, and also just talk to more people over there. Didn't have enough time, unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, great to see it happening. Great to get the visibility and connectedness, which I think is so important. Um, I think the thing that when trans and gender diverse people see other trans and gender diverse people on a panel in what I call a broader community setting, it does give a bit of a spark. And that's always a nice thing to do and have for everyone. And I get a spark out of doing it. Um, just as well, you can possibly hear I'm on the tail end of this lurgy that's hit Melbourne at the end of our winter season. So that's why the next segment will be Star Lady um, talking stuff, which I'd better move into um, with some appropriate music to introduce. Um, if we're talking classic Aussie rock, um, here's a track from Ian Moss that, well, you'll figure out why I've played it for Star Lady within the opening three words. 
3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. It's Out of the Pan with Sally. Did you miss the latest episode of your favourite 3CR show? Visit 3CR's new improved website. Now you can listen to the latest episode of almost every 3CR show with one click, including music, arts, community languages, current affairs and more. No need to podcast, no need to download. Visit 3CR's website, 3cr.org.au. Then go to your favourite programs page to listen. This is David Rovix and you are tuned to 3CR 855 AM in Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do and everything can change. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in um, to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues. How can I figure out what show I'm doing? Because I've got a lurgy, I've had the lurgy this week, or as um, some, I call it the pan flu, but I haven't been all grisly with man flu, certainly not. Um, but um, yes, it's been a bit of a, a snuffly week. Um, so as I say, seems to be the case in Melbourne at the moment as we get to winter. Last track we heard was Ian Moss, um, sometimes known to his mates as Bossy, from the Worlds Away album, uh, first released in 1991, and She's a Star. Well, played that song because I've got to play it for the fabulous Star Lady um, and um, Star Lady at Utanaboot everywhere, and including, um, as well as being on a panel at the Sacred Edge Festival, um, I thought rather than listen to my the last bit of croaky voice for with the cold today, I thought, I know, I'll play a fabulous speech she gave on the Saturday night, the 30th of April, at um, the particular event as part of the Sacred Edge Festival in Queenscliff. So sit back for about nine minutes or so and listen to one of the great um, parts of our diverse community, um, one of the great members, I should say, as parts, various parts of our diverse community, Star Lady, have her say. To find a place in our society, you know, when you're continually othered and ostracised, it's hard to be strong. It's hard to be well inside your heart, and it's hard to shine. And so, how did I end up here tonight, talking to you? I guess that goes, and how did my feelings about religion and organised religions, how did that change? And I guess that journey for me began when I went to go out to the central desert, where I've lived for the last seven years, working on remote Indigenous communities, doing hairdressing and fashion programs with Indigenous youth. Out on remote Aboriginal communities, uh, people are highly religious and they have very strong Christian values. Those values go alongside uh, their spiritual uh, beliefs and traditional law and culture. They're not separate, they go together. And so I found myself out in the desert, you know, talking to people, and religion's a big part of their life. And so they'd often ask me, Star Lady, do you believe in the baby Jesus? 
And I'd go to them, mm, no, I don't believe in the baby Jesus like you do, but I do believe in the values of love. And they would turn to me and they'd say, Star Lady, you have a good heart. You are a kind person. That's all that matters. And to me, that was really transformative to, and healing to have people who have a strong Christian faith also believe in the core values of love. The real, you know, the real core values of love and to connect in our humanity. Because I guess out in the desert, you know, you're living in a completely different culture with people who may seem very foreign and have different uh, beliefs, uh, you know, different culture, different identities. But out there I learned that, you know, underneath that facade we're all the same. You know, our hearts are the same. And I think they taught me that really core value and it opened up, you know, my own heart enough to be able to let go of my own prejudices that had formed, you know, around organised religion and, and Christianity. And I'm really grateful for that. Uh, life in the desert, you know, wasn't easy. Although I made lots of friends and I was very accepted and I was embraced. And because I was loved, I was able to flourish. And I was able to really succeed in, in life there. But also there's some really harsh realities in our country around, you know, for Indigenous people, uh, surrounding poverty and self-determination and a history of intergenerational trauma. And when, you, when I first went out there, I was outside of that trauma. But, you know, as you become friends and families, when young people might be experiencing things like, you know, suicide, you know, and you're losing, you know, young people that you're working with, you all of a sudden you find yourself inside those circles of trauma. And so after seven years, I decided that it was time for me to have a more gentle and, you know, a, 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 some space for the healing. And so I decided that it was time for me to come back to Melbourne and just have some downtime. And also I got this amazing job in Melbourne where I became a transgender and gender diverse uh, educator and got to work with uh, young people and educate you know, our wider community around transgender and gender diverse issues. But upon returning to Melbourne, I found that there's been you know, difficulties here that I've had to face within our own culture. And some of that has been because of the rise of the Christian right. And organisations such as the Australian Christian Lobby, you know, attacking LGBTI people. And I've seen my colleagues and peers that I work with be accused and associated with being things like being called pedophiles. And when you have that level of hate projected at you constantly every day in the media, it causes another level of trauma. And so one of the things that you know I wanted to come here today is to talk to you because my community, the LGBTI community, doesn't, hasn't always had a great relationship with Christianity, with the church, 
with organized religion. And so I came as a representative from my community to talk to you that we need you. We need your support. We need you stepping up to talk to our communities, our governments, about the real values of love and about our humanity. Also, today and over the last few days, you've had a number of guests from marginalised communities. You know, we've seen asylum seekers, people from the Islamic community, and uh, we've seen like refugees and indigenous people. The oppression that we face, you know, our stories are not disconnected. There's an interconnectedness uh, within our oppression. And I think in, at the moment, our society in Australia is going through a massive cultural shift in race, religion, how we see our own ideas, our own identities around families, around sexuality, around gender. And sometimes that shift is making people afraid. And we are letting fear control us. And so how do we, how do we come together to shift that fear and to bring our society back into a place of love? And this is something that we need to do together and we can only do together. And also we need people who may have been in traditionally in spaces of privilege to step up and take that journey with us. And so today, I want to ask you that if we really have love, you know, if love is centered in our, in our spirituality and in our spiritual practice, we need to embed that in justice. And I need you to step up, you know, as leaders of your community and of people with, you know, Christian and other different faiths to, you know, take that journey with us, to learn about, to learn about us and to learn about all the people in our society so that we can come together and we can create a healthier society. Because our spiritual practices we need to, you know, come, they need to become from places of compassion and a desire to create an e equitable world. Not through acts of charity, but through social justice. We cannot talk about love without enacting it. And we cannot talk about injustice without acknowledging that we have been complicit through silence and inaction. I say that the liberation of our hearts our own spiritual liberation is entwined with the welfare of all people and it is time that we join together in this struggle. Thank you. Sorry about that. I had the wrong microphone on. I just had a dyslexic moment um, and hit the wrong button. These things happen. Um, so, yeah, how good is Star Lady? 
Um, just hit the wrong button there. Oh dear. I told you I had the flu. Pan flu. It's, it's hitting me. I'm going down. Seriously, Star Lady, just absolutely awesome. Bringing people together like the Uniting Church. Um, just did an amazing, um, you know, it's just so amazing bringing people together. I was saying I've had lots of great um, conversations and training sessions with people from the Uniting Church. They are just incredibly awesome. So, um, yeah, um, I might discuss more about that and how, what we can do, and more, just as equally importantly, and I think this gets forgotten, how we can do it in the remainder of the show. So, in the meantime, let's keep the stars a-rolling. I probably play this track a bit, um, various versions of it. Here's the, origin, the first version that I know was recorded from the Blue Sky Mining album by Midnight Oil, Stars of Warburton. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And Midnight Oil from the Blue Sky Mining album, probably one of their biggest um, sellers um, with lots of good tracks. Blue Sky Mine, of course, well-known, Forgotten Years, King of the Mountain and One Country, um, just a few. And um, the Stars of Warburton. Well, um, having having a conversation on Twitter during the show with a star, um, Linda, who's a star, and she's enjoying the show and the music. Thanks for tuning in, Linda, for your support. Um, got to say thanks to everyone who supported Radiothon um, a couple of months ago where we got to within $10 of the target. Um, I'm sure if someone wanted to pop in now and just um, donate $10 online and put out of the pan in the space in, on 3CR um, when you hop onto 3CR's page, just to make me feel complete. All right, but we need to feel complete in terms of all parts of us, and that is our... I'll call it faith and spirituality in the broader sense of the terms, which may or may not include some form of religion, however defined. And I really liked Star Lady's, um, you know, speech. It was just magnificent um, down there at Queenscliff a few months back. Um, wanted to perhaps give some thoughts about it. We in the GLBTI communities have faced prejudice. And the essence of that word is prejudge. So rather than being treated on our merits as individuals, we've been lumped together and told things that are often at a minimum stereotypical through discriminatory and oppressive to outright vilifying. And some of the the ones latter on that list don't even bear repeating. I understand why trans and gender diverse people, all of LGBTIQ+, are angry at that. We have a right to our feelings Star Lady is saying, let's try to rise above that and also treat others on their merits. Um, We have to try to find those people who will support us. It means sometimes we've got to dig and walk through some um, barely marked trails in the proverbial forests to do it. But we can do it. And I certainly, as I I say it again, the Uniting Church living up to their name, the Sacred Edge Festival. There was also the Daring Festival held over the Queen's birthday weekend. Um, as part of my work with Transgender Victoria, going out and do training and education, I can say that some of the best conversations I've had on LGBTI and sex positivity have happened in um, Uniting Church facilities where people realise, for example, that seen, you know, where there's still not enough education about um, sex in an age-appropriate way. Well, seniors, of course, have had mm, far less than that not enough. They've had virtually zero um, the research tells me that STIs are higher in older people because they just haven't heard about these sorts of things and don't know to play, do safe sex and all, and consent and all those other things that 
you know, as is so important and positive. And so, yeah, the Uniting Church is, I think, overwhelmingly there as an ally and someone with whom we can work. And, of course, there are LGBTI people within the Uniting Church, being Dorothy McRae McMahon um, is just someone who's amazing. I've had the pleasure of meeting her. It's a bit like, you know, when you meet your favourite rock star or something, I'm your biggest fan, I've got all your albums. It was a bit like that. She was very humble and gracious um, and and comes across that way. If you see any videos of her on the internets, um, have a look at them. But the thing that gets me about Star Lady that is so positive um, is how we do it. As I said, I understand why we are angry. I get very angry and frustrated and occasionally down with what goes on. Somehow we need to try to keep our cool. And just being angry back at people is not going to work. To give you an example of what makes life difficult, I, um, as part of my work, get um, called into organisations where they've got more, some more awareness of trans and gender diverse, for example, but perhaps aren't aware of how to deal with it. And sometimes these... People who email and then phone are a bit hesitant and then we get into the actual meeting after setting it up and I get something like, look, we had a trans employee and we got a, we sort of, they mentioned a few things, but we're not sure. And I, a bit, bit exaggerated coming up, but all right, I say, can we go off the record for a minute? And I go, they go, yeah. Said, let me guess. The trans person said to you, those forms are stuffed, you people are a pack of bigots, we've got a huge suicide problem, fix it. And they almost burst out laughing, but go, yeah, that's about the case of it. Now, as I say, I understand why people are angry, but if you want people to work with you, spreading more anger isn't, it's either not going to do it or it's going to make it a damn sight harder. Now, some people will say, well, in the face of people, organisations who I really don't want to mention their names, but will say some extreme anti-LGBTI organisations in this country, and people will probably guess, how do we stay calm? We've got to give it a shot. We can rise above them. We can stick to our facts. We can debunk their arguments calmly. Um, if they have any arguments, I think it just seems to be all three-word slogans and silly silly ideas um, that are probably deliberately designed to provoke, um, would be my guess. Um, so, you know, we've got, you know, and debrief, if, you've, if you're upset about something, you know, find safer ways to debrief. I know Facebook, you know, there's a tendency to rush on and do a, a big, you know, I call it a psychological and emotional dump on Facebook, you know, maybe privately hit cushions, find ways to channel the anger or something. But um, we've got to try to do it if we're going to build our lies. Um, I can't say that, I can't tell everyone what to do. I can only say that I think this is the approach I'd like to take. I hear it in what Star Lady says, and there are increasing elements of faith and religion that I think are doing this quite well. Uniting Church is one. As someone of Jewish background, the progress in Judaism over the last 15 years has been enormous here in Victoria. The fact that there are so many um, Jewish and LGBTI sort of forums and groups, Keshet exists, um, run by Jonathan Barnett. Um, um, Aleph exists, run by the unrelated Michael Barnett. Um, the JCCV, Jewish Community Council, Victoria, has an LGBTI reference group of which um, I'm sometimes able to get to the meetings. You know, these are things that were almost unheard of 10 or 15 years ago. And it's because we just built up patiently and did it. I know we've got so much we need to accomplish and want it all done yesterday and wish we had a magic wand, but we don't, you know. I can't remember which um, famous show said it. Um, I think it was actually an episode of 
um, body line. Nothing in value in this world comes easily, but it comes through pain and sacrifice. Well, sometimes it does, but if we don't do it, it's not going to come at all. And I just want to say something else. I get very annoyed when people generalize about religion. I am, um, I am identified with the Jewish faith, but I don't go to a building except for once a year. So I always say the only times I've been to a synagogue involuntarily in my life are the three Pride Shabbat services. I think I even had to be dragged to my own bar mitzvah as a then identified by society as a boy um, when I wasn't, um, and it never really resonated. But um, let's respect you know, everyone's diversity in this area. I also get grumpy when people um, say, are you religious? Do you believe in God? Well, they're two separate questions. I believe in a God, spirit, um, holy force, whatever you want to call it. I'm not shoving my beliefs down anyone's throat. That's just what I believe. They keep me happy and hopefully build happiness in others. Let's respect other people's beliefs if they're not harming us. Now, if people like that organisation, whose name I won't even promote, are using religion in a, in a way that is clearly not what I think Christianity was intended for, then that needs to be called out. But again, calmly, respectfully. So, lady, you're right on the money with your approach of trying to bring people together and find common ground and build bridges. Um, let's keep doing it. There endeth the Sunday sermon. 3CR 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Let's wrap up the star type of music um, with a track from the band called Stars um, and seems appropriate enough in terms of paradise. 3CR, you run out of the pan with Sally. My name is Sel, the cooler children, and I am fighting for my life. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas, and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorised even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government, in our name, treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. 10am every Sunday at 3CR 855 on the AM dial. So say I'm not a worthless human being Cos no one needs a worthless human being My family need a worthwhile human being Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Paul Miller, a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective. Check it. Community radio now and beyond. And on demand and digital, out of the pan with Sally. Yes, please subscribe, please donate, all those sorts of things that you can support us on. Um, we heard prior to the announcement from Stars from the album Paradise, their 1978 debut album, although they'd had um, um, 
four or five singles before the album came out. Um, three not on any album to my knowledge, or oh, two weren't, um, Mighty Rock released in 77, which became um, a track off their Land of Fortune album. No, it was on Paradise, I beg your pardon. Um, Land of Fortune was their second album, and sadly then Andrew Durant, one of the great guitarists, passed away. Uh, they um, released 1157, which was um, in honour of the fact that that was the 1157th gig they'd ever done, a live album, and then... Later came the Andrew Durant Memorial Concert, which remains one of the classic great Australian rock recordings of our time, or any time. I'd better get very quickly out of here and make way for Freedom of Species, just ripping through events what are coming up. Um, TG Meetup at DT's um, this Tuesday, um, the second Tuesday of the month. Um, the Poly Discussion Group um, on at um, the... Um, um, the second Tuesday of the much month, check out polyvic.org um, and um, rock along there. For trans and gender diverse people, the Anxiety and Depression Discussion and Support Group, which I'm now going to call the ADS Group, hopefully it adds to your life, um, is the second Wednesday of the month at 7 o'clock in Carlton. Um, contact Transgender Victoria by website or Facebook page. Bent TV. Um, always on this Friday at 10 o'clock. There's been some great clips featuring Star Lady and others, Aziel Aiden and um, the fabulous Noor, um, the Australia's first out gay imam. Amazing humans all. And coming up this Saturday, the second Saturday of the month for trans and gender diverse people, Seahorse in the inner eastern suburbs. Um, so rock along. Lots happening. Um, yeah. So if you've got any queries on the show, queries, um, Q-U-E-E-R-E-I-E-S, I'm spelling it that way because I can, um, make sure you pop them in there and um, I'll get to them either during the week or next week um, by all the means um, of communication that we or that I always outline, text, um, sorry, tweet, um, SMS, um, email or on Facebook. And, um, yeah, there it is. Lots going on in the community. Um, of course, next week is a bit of a, a historic moment. We've got the um, AFL Pride match between St Kilda and Sydney on Saturday night um, in here in Melbourne at Docklands. Um, that's an amazing moment. Um, hopefully it can keep things going in the right direction. AFL still got distance to travel, I think, when it comes to diversity. Um, including the very, some of the clubs therein, but great to see what St Kilda and Sydney are up to. Of course, um, there's been lots of good stuff for years. The Pink Magpies, um, which the one of the great community contributors, Richard Watts, had some in, input into. I think there was the Dandy Lions up there in Brisbane for a while, um, and so on. And of course, the Purple Bombers, of which Jason um, um, has uh, an interest in as well. But I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. And today um, they're talking super meat. Um, so tune in for that um, if you're listening live at one o'clock. Um, take it out today with a track from the Blues Brothers. Um, and, well, always a good idea to think. And as Aretha says, and the great backing vocalists, Brenda Corbett, Margaret Branch and Caroline Franklin say in this song, Freedom, Freedom, Freedom. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.